unfiltered, uncensored, and unapologetic. This is the Retail War Zone Podcast. Blame Tag actually brought this topic up to me a couple of months ago, I believe. You know, it was, he sent me a message and he was like, you know, I'd really kind of like to go into the employee customer relationship and, you know, kind of how it's fractured and, you know, um, almost to the point that it's, you know, unable to be repaired at this point. Um, things have just gotten so out of hand. We read all the stories about the Cairns and, you know, we see all this other weird shit that goes on with how customers are treating employees and stuff. And, you know, just as a side note, when you talk about a relationship between, you know, a customer and an employee, you know, back when I worked for Guitar Center and you were a sales guy, you became somebody's guy. All right. So, you know, you had customers that they would only deal with you or whatnot. And I think it's a really great example of how the relationship used to be is you had people that would come into these places of business and have that associate that always helped them out. But you know, with the advent of the pandemic and corporations not backing up, you know, policies and things like that and letting customers just get away with everything, that's no longer the case. There's no loyalty. So um, we're going to let Blame Tag kind of talk here for a second, you know, what his thoughts are, you know, why this topic is, um, you know, important to him. And then we will go from there. So, yeah, I mean, to put it one way, I just kind of feel like the customer has shown their ass. Agreed. (laughs) And, you know, we were expecting them to come in and show us a certain amount of, you know, kind of respect for our well-being and and our safety. And they just completely didn't. They showed us the opposite, that they don't care. And I kind of had a thought on it earlier um, trying to prepare myself mentally to come on here and it was that COVID didn't break the relationship between us and our customers but it showed it for what it is and now I just I don't think we can go back on that. I agree with you 100% you know I think COVID has put a big magnifying glass on um, what's been going on and it's exposed. And, you know, part of it too is, you know, I think, and, and you may agree with me here, that from a customer service standpoint, employees for a long time have conditioned themselves to just take a beating and not fight back. And, you know, there's, they'll go cry in the cooler or whatnot. And, but when everything got amplified, they broke that mold and said, look, I've had enough. I'm not dealing with it anymore. And, you know, that's kind of the thing that is is the result of their behaviors are the employees are finally waking up saying, we're, we're not punching bags. You know, we, we deserve to be, you know, treated fairly. And regardless of what anybody's stance is, you know, there's... It, most customers are showing zero modicum of respect to employees, you know, because they would rather go in and yell at an employee because they have a mask on than do the right thing and wear a mask themselves. And I just, I, I just, it's sad. 
because there's a lot of good people that we all know that work in this field, you know, whether it be your lowly minimum wage cashier all the way up to, I mean, there's good managers out there that are just, you know, we finally reached a point where we've had enough. And I do kind of agree with you that I don't think we can go back, you know, because the corporations have just let this stuff fester for so long. And then the the swerve job they did on essential workers, you know, during the first round of COVID, you know, now most of the associates know that was all bullshit and lip service. So. Yeah, I mean, there's a, another part of it you kind of touched on where it's not just COVID. I mean, there's the Karen meme really taking off and that I think kind of showed everybody that that's what we're dealing with. I mean, we've always talked about it amongst each other, but, you know, now everybody sees that these are the people we've been dealing with every day who kind of make our lives hell. And then the other thing is the national focus on our wages, Mm -hmm. minimum wage. And just the reaction from like, I mean, I post screen caps from my neighborhood Facebook all the time of just, they can give a shit how much money you make. They don't think your job is important enough to make more than $8 an hour or whatever minimum wage is. And it's just, it's completely disrespectful and it's, you know, they don't give a shit and I have to go to work and help these people find the fucking oven after this. Exactly. (laughs) And you know, the pay issue, you know, I mean, we're seeing it a whole lot. We see a lot of the stuff that comes over on Twitter and whatnot, you know, the, the people say, well, if you don't like it, get a better job. Well, people are starting to, and now Karen's are, bearing the brunt of that they've got to wait longer you know they're not getting the help you know it's it's like you asked for it this is what you get <laughs> you know <laughs> they don't want to work yeah, nobody wants to work anymore no we don't exactly work and, that, and you know i had i tried to have a conversation with an older person um uh, about two weeks ago um they made the mistake of going off on the whole well nobody wants to work because of unemployment and all this other garbage and you know, when you try to explain the real deal to people and, and, you know, and I'm throwing like, Hey, look, you know, since 1970 wages have stagnated, but the price of everything, all you can give them all the facts in the world. And they still look at you like you grew another head and and they just can't wrap their head around it. They, they, they cannot comprehend that that's not what's going on. They can't comprehend that they can't. They can't look inward and be like, "We're the reason why they want to leave." <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's literally a lot of people. A lot of people with the old people mentality, just stuck in their own ways. It's ridiculous. Yeah, and that's a shame because a lot of those older people, believe it or not, they raised their children to be respectful. They raised their children to you know uh, don't mistreat others. But then again, they're the antithesis of what they tried to teach your kids. It's just like, this is stupid. <laughs> you know? Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, it's so ironic. ironic. Yeah, exactly. Now, Blame Tag had sent me this, and, and you know, we're going to go ahead and get into these. Um, yeah, Irish, you're correct. 100% of those people never worked retail or service. You, you are absolutely correct. All right, so... He put this together. This is how to recognize the signs of mental and emotional abuse. And this is from Healthline. So we've got 
humiliation, negating, criticizing, you know, which embodies name-calling, character assassination, public embarrassment, dismissiveness, belittling your accomplishments, pushing your buttons. Um, Also, accusing, blaming, and denial, encompassing turning the tables, denying something you know is true, gaslighting, uh, using guilt, you owe me this, denying their abuse, accusing you of abuse, blaming you for their problems. Uh, Then you've got control and shame, which, you know, threats, lecturing, direct orders, outbursts, treating you like a child, feigned helplessness, unpredictability. They walk out using others. Everyone says, or they all say, and then emotional neglect and isolation, which is demanding respect for perceived slights, etc., dehumanizing you, actively working to turn others against you, like the manager, interrupting, attention should always be on them, and indifference. And, you know, when he sent that, I mean, that was that was spot on. Um, what we got here? SRFC1234. Because of COVID and because of Brexit here in Ireland, a lot of products are hard to get in, but a lot of customers do not understand that and just take it out on on you for being out of stock of the product. Yes. Yes. Yep. Here too, Absolutely. Yeah. It's it's somehow it's the lowly hourly associate who should want better, you know, in their life and get a better job. It's their fault that, you know, there's shipping problems. No, it's not. <laughs> you know. Um that meme of signs of abuse. Can you post that on Twitter? I would love to share that on Twitter. Yes. Um blame when uh we get done here. Do that. Yep, I'll um, that up. Happens here all day, every day. Yeah. And then, you know, he sent me that. And I just went looking for some stuff today. And and this is kind of the same. Um, it's more based around clients. But when I saw this and I read through it, I'm like, whoa, holy shit. This is, this is it. So this is 15 signs it's time to end a toxic client relationship. And this is from the Business Journal's Leadership Trust. And as I went through this, I was like, holy hell. So look at this from the aspect of you being the employee. Number one, your expert advice isn't accepted. Um, Our team of professionals spends countless hours becoming experts on our clients' industries, learning best practices and honing skills we spent decades building. Our clients are paying us for the value in our advice and expertise, and we have learned that if they're not accepting it, they won't get the results they desire. Um, The key to a great relationship is trust within the partnership. Number two, professional boundaries are violated. Uh, One major sign that a relationship with a client has turned toxic is the violation of professional boundaries. If you're asking yourself questions regarding whether or not certain actions by the client are appropriate, more times than not, they aren't. Listening to your instincts is important, and following them is the first time is key. Trust yourself. You guys are getting (laughs) I know, right? Number three. Their requests go against your ethics. Uh, I trust my instincts and judgment. If the customer's desires continuously go against my standards and ethics, I know my services are not in their best interests. Number four, your values don't align. 
One sign that a client relationship needs to end is when the organization's mission, values, and ethical standards don't align with ours. A simpler indicator is if the relationship doesn't feel rewarding or if our advisors don't feel like they're adding value to the client's organization. Number five, unrealistic expectations become the norm. Um, when the fulfillment or customer relations team who were once excited to see an email or receive a call from a particular client begin to dread or delay responding to that client's messages, it's time to evaluate the relationship. Yep. Um, number six, they don't show respect for your team. When a client does not view the team with respect or has impossible expectations, it is a sign that the relationship has soured. Yeah. Uh, seven. They pay late and or argue the cost. At the first sign of a serious ethical or legal issue, we all know to end a business relationship. But what about the smaller signs of a toxic business relationship? Customers who routinely pay late or argue about cost are generally showing signs that they are not fully solvent or that they are trying to take advantage of you. Yeah. <laughs> um, eight. Agreed upon conditions. Go unmet. Um, toxic clients almost always yield a teachable moment. So on the rare occasions that this happens, instead of panicking or holding on for dear life, try to count your blessings and know that you're in the position to learn and progress. Um, nine, they constantly question your input. When a client starts to question what you tell them or ask questions that sound as if someone else may have influenced them, it's a good time to acknowledge that they have lost trust in you and your company and that it is time to part ways. Number 10, they're unwilling to pay for extra work. A sign that a client relationship has turned toxic and needs to be ended is when the client expects more work than they are paying for. Uh, number 11, they regularly violate your core values. Number 12, and this one is huge, your team's time is disregarded. Um, one sign of a client relationship has turned toxic is when they lose respect for you or your employee's time. Yep. Um, 13, your efforts aren't seeing return on investment. 14, and this is huge. They're actively working against you. And then 15, which should be number one. So I think is the yep, most important. They're solely yep. concerned with their own needs. Mm -hmm. And I was like, wow, that 110% is exactly that that might as well be a flow chart for Karen. And Kyle. And Kyle. So Karen yep. and Kyle, yeah. Um let's see. The fuck today. Uh, yeah, he rose still pretty sick. She's out or passed out right now. So um but blank tag, what do you think about that? I mean pretty spot on. Um I mean, I would even venture to say change their needs to their opinion. Like, their opinion is more important. It's the most important thing yeah. to them. Yeah. I, I would agree. And, you know, it's... <laughs> their comfort. Yeah. Like, Does that apply to all corporations? Put a piece of fabric over your face. Like, you can't put that piece of fabric over your goddamn yeah. face. Like, that's important to you making that stand then... Just making the people who are assisting you comfortable. Like, yeah, absolutely. exactly. Yeah. And, and you know, it, it's so I, I've i kind of tried to steer away from this, but I'm going to get on a box here. So, so look, I think life is about choices. All right. 
people, you, you, you know, you have access to valid information um, to make informed decisions in your life, okay? I'm not going to push my beliefs or, you know, anything like that down somebody else's throat. You do you, all right? But understand that when you do you, you're, you're making a choice. And, you know, when you make that choice, it's up to you to be accountable for the outcome. So from a standpoint of COVID and the hundreds of thousands of people who want to complain about masks and whatnot, once again, I posted on Twitter just a random thought. Um, I haven't heard anybody yell and scream and say that their freedom was being taken away because restaurants and businesses have signs that say no shirts, no shoes, no service. So, you know, where's the outrage for that? You know, go big or go home. If, if you're going to cherry pick, you know, you, you you do it all. Okay. But also... Well, maybe down here in Florida. Yeah. I mean, they don't like wearing shoes or shirts down here. <laughs> I don't think they like much of anything down there. But, you know... Fireworks, yeah, exactly. Uh, but what we have is is a lack of respect for people. And look, if you get mad because a business mandates wearing masks, well, guess what? That's a privately owned business. They can do whatever the fuck they want. You don't like it? Fine. Don't shop there. It's okay. We ain't gonna miss you. And you know if if you're mad that a four inch piece of fabric, you know, that you might only have to wear while you're in the store is causing you such discomfort. Then go start your own fucking chain of stupidity and you and all your friends can go shop there. Call it deaths are us for all I care. Because the lack of respect for frontline workers is just getting to the point that it's fucking aggravating. You know, Blaine Tag, you saw that shit. The the woman who posted that her husband licks the debit card. Oh yeah. I mean, like, so on Twitter this this bitch posts my husband now licks his debit card and hands it to any masked cashier to see her Armageddon eyes or whatever. And it's just like this this is this is the problem, you know? It's it's like a respect. Um, and it's ridiculous. Uh, let's see. A sad thing is the pandemic could have been over last year if everyone wore face masks and social distance. I agree. And here's the thing. All the people that want to complain about doing it, guess what? You're going to get mad because somebody's going to mandate it. You know why you got to mandate it? Because humans can't be trusted to do the right fucking thing. So it's your own damn fault. Quit bitching. You know, it's just like you caused this shit. So you reap what you sow. And and I just, I, I'm really upset and hate the fact that I know there's going to be a lot of people in the upcoming months that are going to have a lot of regrets that they, I mean, look, the joke is anytime you have any kind of ailment and you look on WebMD, it's always cancer and you're going to die, right? So that's why. That they don't give out doctorates for people who cruise the internet. So, you know, poor information, you know, hold, hold on yards. Uh, 
Let's see. But why I be so bashful on these mask things? I still don't understand it. Yet you wore your mask and boom, you got COVID. I did. But here's the thing. I, as, as an adult and as a parent, all right, the number one job in my life is to take care of my kids. And I don't care if we got every scientist on the face of the planet stood on national television and said, this mask is only going to protect your child 0.0001%. And that's it. Well, as a parent, I'll take that 0.0001 over zero any fucking day. Because that's just math, boys and girls. 0.0001 is more than zero. So if it offers just a modicum of protection for my loved ones, I'm all for it. And my wife will tell you when COVID started that I would be the person that would be the maddest about wearing a mask. Nope, not at all. And if somebody don't want to wear it, that's fine. Cool. You do you. I'm okay with that. Stay away from me. <laughs> you know, um, keep your distance. <laughs> but just like I think I shouldn't be able to tell somebody to wear a mask because I believe in it. Somebody that doesn't believe in it has zero right to ridicule somebody that is. Well, my thing is, is that kind of goes mm-hmm. both ways, Steve. Um, because me personally, I don't, I didn't like wearing a mask, but I'm going to wear it just because I do care about workers that are Correct. there. Like I am thinking about other people that are there. I may not like it. But someone would probably feel more comfortable if I walked in. Correct. And, and that's called being responsible and doing the right thing. You, you know. So. so, like, that's why I did it. A lot of my family, they don't. Yeah. And, and, you know. <laughs> didn't make and, but, but here's the thing. And the, the saddest part about this is, is the amount of people that, you know, have made this into something more than, than what it really is. Guys, it's not about wearing the mask. And if anybody out there really thinks it is about wearing the mask, and then you got something, some screws loose in your head. It's about. On the flip side mm-hmm. of that, though, Steve, like if someone is against mask and they mm-hmm. don't want to wear it, I'm also fine too. with that, too. I mean, that's, that's like, your choice. But if a business says yeah. you have to, then don't go in. Yes. But we're like curbside, correct? Curbside, yeah. The same stuff. Russell says, "Well, I see, I see that, but take that into account in every sense, not just COVID, like you said. Wear it or not, it's your choice. Not just under. No, I, I fully understand it, but the problem isn't wearing it. It's the problem with people being told that they can't go into a certain place without wearing it. <laughs> I've physically seen that it's, before, Steve." Actually, yeah, I have a minor it's a private business. They can mandate whatever the fuck they want. You know, they say it's power of the purse. You know, fine. Don't shop there. Nothing wrong with that. They're not saying these businesses aren't telling you 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 know what you do in your personal life. They're saying when you come in our private business, you're going to have this on. If you don't like it, go shop somewhere else. What's so hard about that? <laughs> Or go, or go get right. a haircut somewhere I mean, else. What, what's so hard about this? You know, I go, I go to Great Clips twice a year, Steve. 
I was in there, my mask on, everything. This guy comes in there. Sir, you got to wear a mask. No, I don't. <laughs> Governor lifted all the mandates on that. Well, great clip says you do. I'm not wearing a mask in here. And I just had to hear them just scream at each other for a good 15 minutes. Like, it's like, come it's on. Because people don't like being told what to do is what it is. That's that's really what it is. Oh, yeah. And, sure. and then they've made it political. And I will say this in front of God and everybody. When, that's what I when, don't like. This public health should yeah, not well, be political. This right. should be community-based. Once public health is politicized, everyone loses. Because I got I got a newsflash for all you guys. COVID don't give a fuck if you're red or blue. Nope. Yep. Nope. It does not. So, um, Russell says apply private business around, but no, a lot of private businesses did not go out of business. Not not for that. I mean, you know, it, it's I haven't seen any data that supports that. Um, I've seen far more data. Um, I, now I would say restaurants. Yes, uh, there have been quite a lot of restaurants that have closed because of that. So that is true. Um, but at the same time, you know, if that business is not telling you what to do on your outside time, you can do whatever you want. It's just telling you once you walk in our building, you have to. And if and if a business at the same time says you don't have to, well, that's unfortunately it's their decision. But where you start getting into a gray area, which is the reason why we're all here, is... What about the employees? And that's the problem. Would you agree, Blaine Tang? Oh, yeah, definitely. Because, you know, it's um, one of those deals where, you know, you've got, I mean, I know of people who are perfectly healthy that this shit killed. All right. Perfectly healthy, younger than me, like 48 years old. You should be a little frightened of it. It doesn't mean it's going to kill you, but it can. And 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 so yes. you've got in in these retail locations, you you probably have employees there that are terrified. And if they want to wear a mask, they should be allowed to, because it's their own personal choice. And they should be exempt from any kind of abuse from anybody. You know, it, it's it. I don't understand what the problem is. Hmm. Yeah, I think it was just Sunday and I, I tweeted it. It was just some woman just walks into my area and, you know, there's a group of people wearing masks there. You know, the staff included and this lady just goes like, this mask shit is ridiculous. I'm just like. You know, nobody, nobody cares about your wrong. Exactly. Exactly. And, and, you know, it's, you can equate the mask of so many different things. I mean, seatbelts, you know, they mandated seatbelts, you know, I think seatbelts are a pretty good idea. I don't know about anybody else. Um, but you know, you, you've got to be 21 to get liquor, you know, you got to be 18 to buy cigarettes, you know, Old 21, all right? Now. So, you know, until uh, until I see <laughs> the same amount of outrage for those kind of things, I, I don't think the argument's valid. 
I, I really don't. I mean, you know, you can't complain about that one little bitty thing unless you can complain about everything else. It's just like the people complaining about, you know, nobody wants to work because of unemployment and cost of living, you know. And and I, I'll tell these people, okay, you're an adult. You've watched the cost of living go up for decades, and you ain't fought, you ain't done anything to try to stop it, have you? You just bent over and took it, but you want to blame it on somebody. Where's your outrage for that? <coughs> so, um, let's see. I know, Russell. Yeah, we got yeah. a lot of chats. Uh, the culture now is that everyone is above each other. Everyone's stupid, and I got to prove a point by harassing someone who makes $8 an hour. Like, shut the fuck up. Yep. Um, yeah. uh, okay, Russell, I agree with you there. But you were lucky. God was looking out for you at that point, bro. You weren't wearing a seatbelt. You lived. But statistically speaking, that's rare, and you know that. That's a rare case. Um, and yeah, you can go to war before 21, yet can't gamble, drink, or smoke. Well, now it's a volunteer army. It's a volunteer service. They haven't drafted since Vietnam. So you can't use that either. You make a decision. It's about choices. If you decide to enlist out of high school, that is your choice. No one made you do it. So, I'll, yeah, but you could also be like a 16 year old, though, that just decides to just. I think I but want you know to go what, to Alex? That's a choice. And so how, please, expo- please tell me how the argument. See, yes, there's mandates. You, you, you can go to war, but that's a choice that you make. You, but the there's argument no argument. Is, you though, chose is, to go. Um, no, no, the war thing. No, I agree. I agree. But if you got to be smart enough, old enough to be 21. The gamble, drink, or smoke. To me, it should be twenty-one before you decide to go to work. Well, that's just. Uh, me. I will not get into presidential debates. Just to let you know, I will not talk about politicians. We do not do that here. Don't do politicians or religion. Too divisive. Too many terms of services and stuff like that can get us sunk. So, um, but yeah. Um, <laughs> Russell says, so why can't you make your own choices to do anything? So what I, I don't understand, Russell. I think everybody has, you know, has a choice. If a company chooses to not have masks, then the company chooses. Um, if a company chooses to, then they choose. If a person chooses to go in and show they are their ass, they've chosen to be a dick. You know? Um... You know, it, it's and 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 ladies and gentlemen, let's 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 be real honest here. We could have been out of the woods with all this, but because it was politicized and it became like you were pulling, I think yep, that's the you were pulling for thing. a team instead of pulling for humanity. Here we are again. Yep, and any any human being. That. That has a set of active brain cells that can't see that you're part of the problem. You're not part of the solution. Blame tag your thoughts. I was just thinking to bring it all the way back around all that. This says to me that 
you know, that trust is like completely yeah. gone now. And that's brings me back to, you know, that relationship will never be the same because it's a byproduct of what we're talking about. And, yeah. and, and, and you're right. And that's a shame because I mean, you can't trust people to do the right thing. Yeah. Or now, I mean, I think people shouldn't be able to trust themselves to do the right thing. I mean, look, we have enough discussions about like parents and kids and retail businesses alone to know that there's a lot of people out there that shouldn't be having kids too. So, you know, it's, um, but as far as relationship goes, it's because a lot of these, these customers that we always hear about and that are publicized, you know, have shown zero respect for these people. They called heroes, what, eight months ago? You know, uh, Russell, I've been at the beach with no shoes, shirt, et cetera. Yet a fine girl walks in, not a word. Fat guy walks in. No. And I think you're wrong. And we'd be better if people follow the rules for all. It's all about money. And power. Um, okay. From a corporation standpoint, you're right. It's about money and power. But from a humanity standpoint, it's about people picking sides. And. And, you know, the fine girl thing, you're right. I mean, that's, 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 that's true. I mean, that's, but I mean, that's one of those things they haven't mandated that yet. So, but maybe one day they will, I don't know, you know, you never know, but you know, as far as how this impacts business and then it impacts associates, you know, it's, you, you got people working out there that, you know, they don't want to catch COVID. They don't want to take it home to their family. They, they, you know, they're terrified of it. You know, maybe their health isn't good. You know, they're already making, they're making and, shit you know, wages already. And the gen. And, you know, it's. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Steve. <clears throat> and, you know, it's like, I've got a best friend out there. When the pandemic first started, uh, you know, she's like super at risk to catch mm-hmm. anything like that. Like very susceptible. I don't really want to give away her condition, but you, you kind of get the idea, Steve. Yeah. Just by that little hint. Um. So, imagine how someone like her feels. You see customers just not caring at all. I'm not wearing this mask. They come in. How is she ever going to look at customers the same ever again? Mm-hmm. Exactly. You just make blame tags point. Like, wow. They re- they. They yeah. really don't give a fuck. I don't think I can, honestly. No, no one can. I'm. <laughs> I never have trusted them to begin with, but especially when you see that, it that they just really don't care about you. You're literally just a cashier. I've mm-hmm. heard that so many times. Oh, you get paid eight dollars an hour, <laughs> no education. I've heard that so many times. I've heard that from my own family members. At times, and I'm like, "What the fuck is?" That's when you should squash them and put them in their place, sir. They get paid to do that. They get paid to deal with this. Yeah, that's what you've never been. You've never been on the other side of that, my brother. You've never been on the other side of that. You can't say shit. Well, there's a reckoning coming, so I hope all those people who think that way are, are are ready for it because. Their life's about to get pretty miserable because everybody's pretty much had enough because it's selfishness. Steve, you should have been. You should be able to figure out who I was just talking about based on what I texted you earlier today. Um, <laughs> I'm not real sure. 
Uh, but yeah, just all right. Just think about but, it. But you know, I just it, it comes down to a lack of respect for humanity and a selfishness, and uh, people are just mad about everything, and and they're looking to take it out on somebody, and you know, it's 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 just crazy, and you know. I think every business out there, whether they mandate masks or not, should allow their employees, if they so choose, to wear a mask without any kind of retribution, period. And they should do the right thing and, you know, take up for their employees. But as Russell said, it's all about money. So, um, <laughs> that's RFC. You damn right they can't use it themselves. They get there and they're like, "What is debit card? I can't get this banana. I can't find the yeah. banana." I mean, and I just it is heartbreaking to me that you know people have become so ugly and and nasty to anybody that works in the store. I mean, I don't give a fuck what your political opinion is. I don't give a fuck what your stance on masks are. If you can't even just play nice for a little bit, get the fuck out. I mean, seriously. You know, my parents raised... I mean, whatever and happened to that whole... If you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And Russell, I, I agree with that. I agree with what you said. Like, I, I'm pretty much the same way. Um, I will tell someone my opinion, but I'm typically the type I'll do something for the greater good. Like, that's kind of my mentality on it. Like, I don't like masks, but I learned to like masks real quick, if that makes any sense. Well, I mean, nobody liked it, you know, but I kind of I kind of started to like how it uh, well, I'm down with I, it. I think it's cool. I always wear all black anyway. So <laughs> a black mask, black hat, you know, yeah, black exactly. glasses. It's kind of cool. I like it. But, you know, it, I really like being able to mouth stuff. Yes. People say. That's my favorite part, dude. That's my favorite part, dude. I literally look at I literally look at customers as I'm walking through Walmart and I hear them say some dumb shit. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, <laughs> yep. Like, and it just feels so good because they just look at your eyes and you're just giving them just the death stare. Yeah. I always wonder because I'm sure the mask is moving that they can see that I'm talking and like, they know I just said some shit about oh, it. Oh, my mask <laughs> goes out like this. Like, so you can't see it, but it is something. There's a lot of upsides there, there is. to it. And, and, but I just, I mean, guys, I mean, it's like. You know, if you're if you're a female and you're bitching about wearing a mask, then by God, you should start going around shirtless. You don't want you won't do that, right? But I mean, come on, come on! Is, isn't there something more important you can fucking fight about? Um, Maiden says we were always essential. We legit work to make your lives easier. We have always been held to a different standard, especially when it comes to abuse. We should take correct. Um, that I pay your salary bullshit. Uh, like I shop, mm -hmm. I pay your salary. Um, connection. Yes, I, I agree with that. I think I think it is about time we break off that subject. And uh, blame Taggy saying that he wants to hear your reason why the customer relationship with the employee is broken. Because this kind of has just turned into a little bit of a COVID rant. Hasn't yeah, but I, but I said I was going to do this. So I just think people are stupid. But yes, I agree. Go ahead. 
Well, that's what I said earlier is um, COVID didn't break the relationship, but I think it showed it for what it is, which is an abusive relationship. I agree. So, yeah, to answer my questions, why have the relations broken down? I think just because we see each other as we are now and we see them how they are. And, you know, I'm looking at this list, you know, that I posted earlier and it's just like, yeah, it is an abusive relationship. It's, they don't respect us and we're shit to them. Like we pop into existence cause they need to know, you know, how to get to wherever, how much this costs, you know, can you check the back and then we're nothing after that. You know, they don't think we deserve a wage to live on and, don't think they deserve to the smallest inconvenience to keep us safe. They're up in our space mm-hmm. all day. Like, yeah, just, I mean, we could pull that back up and we can actually give examples. All right. So, um, what's a good, what about name calling? What's something you guys have heard? Hmm. <laughs> what's, what's other, I've gotten hit with some racial ones. I'm not going to yeah, say those, that. but I've got, I've gotten hit with some, I got told I'm a dumbass. This is more of a funnier one. I've gotten told, gotten called. Are you old enough to work here? You look like you're 12. Mm-hmm. That kind of, kind of hurts your ego a bit. I've got a coworker who gets that. Yeah. You know, uh, and you have to hear it every fucking day. Like, <laughs> holy shit. Um, Dismissiveness. Um, at the movie theater, we got Candy F slur, which I won't say the F slur, but Candy F slur was one I wow. heard in the theater. Um, yeah. You know, I think you know, looking at this, some of the stuff that we see the most of that that I think really, you know, to Irish's point and you know, blame tags argument is the fact that control and shame. That really, really, I mean, threats, lecturing, and direct orders and outbursts, treating you like a child. All that right right there is control and shame pretty much, in my opinion, you know, I would think Karens have a little card in their back pocket with those (laughs) on it, (laughs) and they just go through it, you know, because that's definite. Um. Hey, yeah, Steve. I got just like a really quick question for Blame Tag mm-hmm. before I forget because of ADHD. But Mr. Blame Tag, when you worked at the theater, a customer would come in on Christmas, and I'm sure you had to work a Christmas or two. Yeah. Oh, I worked all of them. Yeah. How many times did you get to hear, "Oh, dude, I'm so sorry you're having to work today," and in your mind you're just thinking, "Fuck you!" It's because you're here on Christmas. <laughs> we would say it without the fuck you would just kind of be like well you're here aren't you yep <laughs> and it wasn't like we were open every damn day like we didn't close a single day of the year so we heard that on christmas right. we heard that on thanksgiving Thanksgiving, yeah. yeah all all damn day we heard that yeah that's spot i on. hate hearing that dude that makes me cringe like oh i'm sorry you're having to work on thanksgiving yeah well then you shouldn't have come in then maybe exactly. you shouldn't be here uh <laughs> Then I wouldn't be here. Yeah, if it wasn't profitable to be open, guess what? Damn right. Be open. Damn right. Um, 
that was just my little side. Ma- Maiden says she was called a dumbass blonde hoe <clears throat> for refusing a return. Nice. Um, blaming you for their problems happens every day. In retail, I used to be a massive gambling addict, and not once did I blame the person in the casino or the betting shop. Great point. Beautiful point. I mean, yeah. Because <laughs> you got to go in there and spend yeah, the money. Exactly. <laughs> At your own risk. And, you know, I just... The relationship really is broken. Like I said, the days of like, I mean, I remember, you know, when I was slinging guitars, you know, you you were somebody's guy. And that was kind of cool. I mean, and even in some, you know, Russell is familiar with this, you know, some of the customers, return customers we had at Dollar Tree, you know, you became that go-to person. Those days are long gone, man. I mean, now, I mean, you're right, Blame Tag. You see, if we want to talk about the real masks, the real masks have been removed. We now see the customers for what they truly are. That mask is gone. Yep. And may I add a bonus point to that? Now you hate to see your regulars. Hmm. I always hated to see the regulars because they were the ones to give me the most problem because they felt entitled to the store. I spend X amount of money here. You need to do this for me. Yep. Right now. That's a classic. Do you know how much yep. they spend here? Yep. I'm so valuable to this company. I bought a Mr. Pibs from here yesterday. How many filters does that money go through before it gets in my check? Because let me tell you, yeah, it's it a is. fucking lot of a whole hell of a lot. It's a lot. You're mainly, you're mainly Thanks paying the Thanks CEO. for the nickel, asshole. Yeah. <laughs> um, what's Russell say here? Unless you're the owner of a business... Are you really not in all of these same definitions of everything we talk about? It's easier for someone to say, I'm sad you're here, but I'm making four times as much as you yet. I'm still missing my family time, but at more, what was that? Uh, oh, worth missing something priceless. Um, well, I, I I'm a little confused where you're going with that, Russell. Okay, if you're not the owner of a business, um, how are we all the definition? Because if we're working there, like I don't, I don't shop on the fucking holidays. You know, I think anybody that works in retail, unless it, you know it was an absolute necessity, we're not going to go. Well, Alex is a Black Friday guy. He he'd go shopping on Thanksgiving. I'm I'm not going to lie. You're part of the problem. I'm not going to lie. I was about to you're say, part of the I am problem. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, you know, so, I mean, if it's a holiday and, and I'm not working. I've had to put in my fair share of Black Friday. Well, I'm talking about Thanksgiving. Because I, 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 I yeah, have to do Thanksgiving. I, you've shopped on Thanksgiving. I know you have. Mm-hmm. I know I've yeah. had to work we're, it, we're too. Try, we're trying to change your ways. You need, you need to stop that shit. You need to quit <laughs> being part of the problem and be part of the solution. Because as Blaine Dag said... If those companies aren't making enough money to keep doors open on that day, they and won't, they be, won't open. be open. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. So I agree with that. You know, um, it is what it is. Um, Maiden says these customers were taught that they could act this way, though. Exactly. Exactly. And that conversation becomes about humanity and just treating others with respect. And that is why the relationship is broken because, as Blaine Tag said, COVID magnified it and exposed it for what it truly was. But the corporations that we all worked for fed the behavior and they're the ones who made it worse. 
And I think to that point, I mean, as I was reading, um, when you're in one of these relationships, really the only thing to do to stop it is to stop taking it and, you know, just mm-hmm. end that relationship. So, yeah. I mean, they are acting that way because we're yeah. letting them. Absolutely true. We've let them do it for so long, and now that's just nature to them. Oh, okay, Russell, I see what you're saying now. The owners are not working yet. They feel you're there because you're lower than them, yet it can't happen without you uh, in ways. But because we pay you more money, you got to be there, not me. I got you. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that's another thing. The amount of holidays managers have to work and their managers like DMs and whatnot get the day off. Shit. You know, that's some bullshit. It's like, oh, well, you've got to work. You know, Black Friday, you got to be there from bell to bell. But if you need the DM, that DM ain't nowhere to be fucking found. <laughs> Hiding somewhere. Not even in a store. <laughs> Probably sitting at home. Watching TV. Watching. And I've seen them. They come in for like an hour. And be like, how are you guys doing? You know, let me know if I can help with anything. And yeah. Like, yeah or, or they get this whole thing. They've just got to make an appearance. And they spend like the first two hours of their day hitting every store in their district as fast as they can so they can be done for the day. And they do it at like when the... Yeah, and then, and then you try to get a hold of them, you got a problem, you'll never be able to get a hold of them. Yeah, it's yeah, like, good oh, luck. yeah, must be nice. Exactly, watching the DVR at home for company time. Yeah, exactly. But but yeah, I mean, you know, the rewarding of the behavior, you know, has, has really you know, caused this to go into overdrive. And I think that they felt more empowered with, I I think that you had these people, these customers that they already felt like they were more important than they really were. And then, you know, the company's bend over backwards for them. And then all of a sudden COVID hit. And now these people think they're even more important. They're, They're like the sole reason that you're still in business and you haven't shut down because of the pandemic. And and then they've just gotten worse. They're like mega Karens, really. And now people are getting tired of it. I mean, there was a thing today. Russell, I don't know if you saw it. There was an entire family dollar store that the entire staff walked out and quit. Put a sign on the door. Sorry, we quit. I mean, that's what it's going to take, to be honest. But SRFC, thanks for watching. Thanks for chatting. Yep. Good having you. Always good. Good luck. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm still, I'm still a little, <laughs> little, uh, you know, from this, this virus bullshit. Not a fan. Going to be honest with you, not a fan. But you know what, Russell? Maybe that mask protected me just enough that I didn't get a severe case. It's very possible. You never know. But, but yeah, I mean, we, we've, man, I don't, and. We're not going into where everybody works or whatnot, but I know, Blaine Tag, you deal with a lot of customers. You got a lot of traffic comes through your place of business, correct? And I can only imagine how bad that is. There is no space between those people on Jesus the weekend, let me Lord. tell you. I mean, yeah. yeah, I work grocery business now, and, and it gets busy there. But, I mean, when you're talking about, there's a lot of people working these places, too, that get busy. And there's not even really people shopping. They just, they're wasting time. You know, how much, how much, how many tire <laughs> kickers do you get in there? I, I oh, bet. Plenty. And it's just like, you, you just, yeah. ugh. I can't imagine closing one of those down. That's got to suck. That's like Walmart bullshit. Speaking of Walmart, um, our local Walmart here, 
Um, I don't know. Are they doing masks there? Yeah, Alex. Yeah. Uh, yes. It blatantly <coughs> a big sign on the wall that says CDC <coughs> recommends mask vaccinated. Or well, no, I'm talking to the Walmart here um, by my apartment. It's mandatory for all employees to wear. Them. It, it's, it's what the sign says. Like, <coughs> no, the, the sign's like suggestion. Like, I'm saying that the Walmart here, as an employee, you are forced. You have to wear it. Yeah, every employee is wearing a mask at a uh, Walmart, and I started. I never really stopped wearing my mask, but no big issue to me because I'm like, oh, well, I've been, you know, doing this the whole time. <laughs> um, let's see here, Irish customers. This is a beautiful statement. Customers have been thought for thirty plus years that they are special. They just rent us temporarily for their satisfaction and treat us like a rental car to get where they want to go. Holy hell. I love Irish. He's 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 like he's a genius. He 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 always has some great stuff. Yeah, no, he really is. No, he really is. When he said married to the job, like that is will forever be my favorite moment yes, of this show. Married to an unfaithful <laughs> job. Uh oh, Maiden. Yep. So they have to wear wear masks now? It's it's coming. Um, how about you, Blaine Tag? Is that mandated at your place? Um, yeah, they went back on it where they said if you're vaccinated, you don't have to wear the mask. And then recently, because I don't know if you know what's happening down in this state, but re- recently they went all employees back in masks and customers are, I'm trying to remember the word in strongly encouraged right. i think is their words yeah so i mean early in the day you get a lot of seniors with the max but most of the days most well, people aren't wearing them but you know I, mean, it's all messed I, up. I do think i think the messaging was a little messed up at the beginning because i mean let's face it i mean there's still a long way to go for all of us to learn a lot more about this but you know there was always the possibility that you know if you were fully vaxxed you could still catch it and spread it i mean you know and that's just how vaccinations work i mean it's early and there's nothing wrong with that and um i I just think we gave the green light too fast on the mask thing if we could have held out maybe like another six weeks or so we might not be in the situation we're in right now you know but it is what it is um florida and texas are the most free states in the usa um, Russell, is I don't know uh, if I can agree with that. You know, it's real great when you know Texas can claim that they're free, but they got themselves in so much shit now they're asking for outside help. I mean, and that and that's fact. That's that's documented fact. I mean, you know, it, it's you. It's you can't have your cake and eat it too. You can't you can't make decisions to pander to a base. And then turn around and be like, oh, shit, I fucked up. I'm not going to go back on what I said, but please, can somebody come help me? Because that's what's going on. Plain and simple. Uh, Sean Isaacs, when the CDC said mask off, it left businesses to enforce masks on their own. Then people got upset that those businesses were still enforcing masks using CDC guidance against them. Yeah, true. I mean, we were basically the mask police from the beginning, like... Who's going to enforce these mandates? Uh, customer service workers got Yeah, it. and you didn't get any extra money for that shit. 
No, no. he didn't pitch it for him. Um, but it, it's, uh, you know, f- 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 I would hate to be, I don't, and I don't care which side of the aisle you're on. All right. I really don't, but we'll use Florida and Texas as an example here. Man, I don't know how I could go to bed with a, with a conscience knowing some of the stupid things that I did. Nobody's perfect, and people are going to make mistakes, and I get that. But when you blatantly <laughs> come out and make some of these decisions <laughs> that are the most uh, – my, my 12-year-old could make better decisions. You know, I just – do people not have regret anymore or remorse? I just I – don't, I don't understand. I'd, I'd, I'd feel terrible. I mean, that shit about saying that if schools mandate masks, that they're going to withhold salaries? What the fuck kind of bullshit is that? <laughs> Who elected that guy, Blaine Tang? <laughs> I mean, that's crazy. I don't know if I was. I don't know if I was living here when uh, when that vote was on. I, I just, I, it's all political theater, and it's going to backfire on some people. You know, it's, it's, it's what's going to happen. I mean, you know, it's, you may, like I said, it's choices, but it, it's, it's a really bad <laughs> look when you make some choices that are very questionable. Then all of a sudden you're like code five, you know, situation in Texas and all the hospitals are filled up and, and the pediatric units are filling up. And now you're reaching out to Washington, the same people you've been bashing, asking for help. <laughs> I mean, that that's not a good look. Um, Alabama is regretting your mask man. Probably so, yeah. And and there again, you know. Alrighty, Steve. Alrighty, Blaine Tag. Good talking to you. He's got to go do rolling. that video game thing. I'm I'm gonna call him out on this every time. I got. <laughs> we got it. We got an a thousand dollar tournament coming up two Saturdays well, from now. Steve. Good luck. <laughs> yeah, good luck, Sir. man. All right, go, ma- go smack some noobs. Sure. But, yeah, so, I mean, it's, and there again, once again, pulling this all back, it's about the employees. I mean, look at these employees that are in the middle of this mess. They don't get to make these decisions, and they're paying the price for it. It's like Blaine Tyke said, customer service workers, you know, were like the police for this stuff. You didn't get hazard pay. You didn't get an extra money to, to the abuse you have to put up with. You know, these employees' lives are on the line every single day. <laughs> And they're treated like, you know, garbage. Uh, Portland is requesting government bailout. Uh, I'm not familiar with that one, but I haven't seen that. So, yeah. But, yeah, so, I mean, you know, I applaud, you know, blame tag for what he does. Uh, You know, I know what kind of business he's in. It's rough, man, and, and he's in... He's look. Let's face it. The South is getting their ass whipped right now, <laughs> plain and simple. And that was because some poor decisions were made. And you, you retail guys and gals, you're in the line of fire, and you got to work, got got to pay bills and shit like that, you know. And, it, and it's it's awful. And that's there again, you know. Sean says, love seeing those signs on Burger King and other food service that said we're closed because everyone quit. Labor is taking power back. I agree. I agree. That's the time is now that there is a movement brewing. And, you know, 
once again, it's poetic justice. All the Karens and Kyle's are going to be pissed off because they can't have anybody. Nobody's going to be able to help them. They got to wait too long for their tables. They, their food takes too long to get served. You know, you caused all this shit. Mm-hmm. I think I, I agree with you on that. I, I think that that's that is the question. And no, most of those people are not. They're going to think it's it's the blame will all of a sudden go from employees don't want to work to somehow, some way they'll twist it that it's the corporation's problem. You know, they're, they're, it's never going to be their fault, but it's going to be fun watching them squirm. Man, and and they deserve it. And I hope people go out and get better jobs, man. Everybody deserves to be treated decent. You know, it's not, I mean, yeah, there's some shitty jobs out there, but just because you got a shitty job and that might be all you can do at the moment doesn't mean you got to be treated like garbage for it. You're trying, you know, you're working, you're contributing, you're doing what you should do. You know, quit passing judgment on people, man. And that's some bullshit, you know? Um, and, and you're right, you know, the signs on these restaurants and all this other stuff. <clears throat> now, on the flip side, you know, any restaurant that puts a sign up and says nobody wants to work um, because of unemployment, I hope they I hope they fold and, and go out of business completely because I'm sure paying your staff 213 an hour and expecting your your patrons to make up the difference on what you're paying people has nothing to do with it at all. Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> and so I, I hope all those people just collapse. We don't need them. You know, uh, if if you start a bit, if you're planning on starting a business and part of your business plan is to pay your employees as little as you legally can, you probably don't need to be open to business. You know, that's what minimum wage is for. It's for independent business owners to lowball people. So. Uh, Irish Connection says 90% of the adult population here is vaccinated now, and we still struggling to get people back to their old jobs. The problem is during the pandemic, people realize what a work-life balance was. Yeah. You know, from a management standpoint. All right. So, yeah. So, I got COVID. Um, and I had to stop myself. It's like, you know, okay, the first day I called out from work before I knew that I had COVID, I had a fever. Manager Steve, you know, the way I was trained and brought up pre-pandemic, would have taken my ass to work <coughs> because you would get your ass blessed out by your DM if you didn't show up. Now people are more conscious of it. And, you know, I don't, I feel bad that I missed work, but I also felt like I was doing the right thing. If I'm, if I've got a fever, I'm fighting something. I don't want to spread it to anybody. And, you know, <coughs> most long-term retail people, we have been, it's been drilled in our head. You work no matter what. <laughs> so, I mean, that's awful. And, you know, my wife, you know, she got it. She's kind of over like a, a department or whatnot. And she's worried. About, and I'm like, we can't think that way anymore. We, we've got to erase that programming because that's, that's what it is. It's, you know, from a work-life balance, that's, that's why we're all in this boat. I mean, I know of people who were diagnosed with COVID that came back to work sooner than they were supposed to because they had to make a decision do, you know, they couldn't miss pay. That's a problem. Um, 
Ooh, Iris, you had swine flu? Ooh. That's got to suck. Um, had, see, had swine flu and went to work. Um, yeah, exactly. <coughs> exactly. And, you know, I've done it my entire career, and I wish I wouldn't have. You know, because you don't give your time, yourself time to heal. Uh, Maiden says a local nonprofit posted that they will require masks for patrons to their store that helps the homeless population. And people here are literally revolting against this nonprofit because of that. Wow. Um, uh, Sean says people deserve a wage above subsistence. It's sad that there are so many businesses that are only willing to pay people the absolute minimum they can by law. And purchasing power of the dollar is way down as the cost of goods and services have increased over time disproportionate to wages. Um, yes. <coughs> However, um, you know, the cost of goods and services has increased artificially um, because it really comes down to <coughs> um, corporations have decided we're going to make X amount of profit. Cool. But they will not even take just a little dip on their profit margins to help pay more. And I, and I will say this once again, you know, I learned a lot at Guitar Center because it was the first place I ever worked where I could actually sell something and see what the gross profit was and how much it actually cost us. And for instance, I'm a guitar player. I have a, a specific guitar cable, okay? Uh, it's a Mogami Platinum lifetime warranty guitar cable. At the time, when if you walked in and you were a customer, that cable cost you $149.99 for a guitar cable. As a matter of fact, for this, $150, all right? As an employee, I got to buy it at cost $30. So think about that for a minute. Wow. See? See? I mean, but that's it. So, you know, $150 cable, $30 cost. So you mean to tell me they couldn't, you know, knock $10 off of it? to help. No, they won't. They just refuse to. You know, Gibson and Les Paul. 20, there was one that was it sold for $2,200. Cost on it was 1000 So profit was $1,200. So you, you mean to tell me you can't take a little bit of that off? Jesus's craft store. You know, the, the regional, the, the vice president of the company pulls a $1,499 Garland off and says, when we mark this thing down 90% to a buck 49, we're still making money on it. Come on. So that's, they could do it. They just refuse to. And no one's there to regulate them and make them. So um, money over reasons. You're at home getting checks. If everyone else, who cares? As you say, it's your choice. True. It is. But, you know, it's, um, 
Let's see. Ira says, you're right, Sean. The living wage, as it is known now, used to be the minimum wage. It was supposed to be a standard of living, not a profit margin. Correct. 100%. And uh, that's the sad part about this is, you know, fortunately, I haven't lost anybody that I know that works in retail to COVID. All right. So I'm thankful for that. But I'm sure there's hundreds of thousands of people out there who have. And that's a shame that there's no more protections, you know, for employees than there are. And this relationship that we're talking about, you know, it's broken. I agree with blame tag. There's, there really is no going back. I don't think it could ever be fixed. I think it's going to be generational. I think there's got to be a break in Karen and Kyle generations to where they all die out. And then a new breed of kinder, gentler people appear. But for the current cesspool that's out there, it's over. And, and I, I think it's only going to get worse. And I think we're going to start seeing in this, and I hope I'm wrong, but I think we're going to start seeing more violence. I think we're going to see more customers and, and employees throwing hands and people getting shanked and, and whatnot. And, and it doesn't have to be that way. But, you know, the people up in the tower that make all the rules, these corporations, the blood's on their hands, you know? Um, <clears throat> so it is what it is, but anyway, we're at an hour 11. Um, we had a couple of new people here, although, uh, the one guy from Ireland, I think was, uh, Declan Byrne, I think, and he was just doing, uh, Twitch, but we've had some new people tonight. It's great. Blame tag. I enjoyed having you here. I've been trying to get you to do this for how long now? Yeah, and uh, it's always the more the merrier. Um, we need to get Philly on here. I think Philly Essential ought to be a good one to have. <laughs> I'd really like to have um, like a, a group of us, like just like a round robin where we kind of let the chat kind of throw questions out and then everybody just kind of answers. And I originally had this thing for that I want to do called Friday Free For All where we would just have a ton of people on at one time and just talk random shit. So who knows? That, that, that could be fun. Um, yeah, so... Um, but yeah, so... An uprising is brewing. Yeah, it is. It really, really is. So, you know... Oh, that sounds like a shirt. Put put, put that on a list. That's That's... that's that's yep that's that's another one um sean oh i believe um yeah i know who you're talking about good old irish connection yep as uh thanks for being here um i'm a little uh, under the weather obviously i'm not as fired up as i normally am but um you know at least I'm uh, I'm above ground and upright, and at least I'm not as gray looking as I was Monday. Monday I wasn't in, in, in such good shape, but we have a good group of people here. Um, you know, we encourage. I mean, bring more, man. I mean, you know, bring whoever you want. Uh, the more, the merrier. You know, I'm really, really passionate about this. Uh, you know, being a manager my entire career, I really feel for you know, hourly associates. I mean, because there were a lot of things I've been asked to do to people by corporations that, you know, was fairly unjust and whatnot. And it's just time, you know, 
re- retail could be a great career for people if they want it to be. But by God, the companies and the customers are making it damn hard for anybody to do that or want to. And it's going to be a dying art. I mean, it really is. So I don't know why your work wife isn't here. She listens to the, she actually listens to the audio, Russell. She, she'll message me like all the time that she listened to something and she's like, what the hell are y'all doing? And it's, it's great. But yeah, but yeah. So, I mean, the more people we can get involved, the better. Like I said, I'm not in this, I'm not here to make money. I'm not here to, I mean, we got some shirts and stuff. So, so my fiance says you sound like an old school biker dude. Sorry for popping in late. You know what? I have never ridden a motorcycle. That's, I would like to, but, you know, I just never got around to that. <laughs> you know, I'm a, I'm a guitar slinger. That's about it. I'm a guitar slinger and I play lots of video games. So it's one of those things. But anyway, to thank everybody for being here. Proto, by the way, um, I'm probably, <clears throat> we don't get a lot of activity on Reddit. So you're not going to see a lot of stuff get posted on there by me. Um, so... You know, keep a lookout. Obviously, if if you're not on Twitter, you know, follow us on Twitter. The community blame tag will tell you what what what's what's great about that community blame tag. One hundred percent, I agree. Um, so, you know, if you know anybody, you know, from over in Reddit land that are actually interested in what we're doing, just to let you know, I went back and looked and found that I've had people going in, even though the entire subreddit was created around the podcast and has went in and reported anything that has to do with the podcast to spam. So I'm like, fuck that. I'm out. <laughs> so that's why that little message is, you know, anything that's posted is not spam. So that is what it is. But anyway, I want to thank everybody for being here. Uh, I'm getting ready to get off here and um, go take some medicine and call it an evening. Uh, thank you for being on Blaine Tag. Uh, we will do this again soon. Um, like I said, grow grow the crowd. We need more people. Come on. I, I want it to be where I have to have mods in the chat because I can't keep up. So that's uh, what I want to do. Um, real quick, would you be interested in a customer service view of IT? I'm always interested in any kind of customer service view because I can imagine IT or any kind of like telemarketer job or whatnot. Boy, I bet there's some horror stories there too. It's still customer service. So, all right, everybody, um, I will edit this down. Um, it'll be up on like the audio sites or whatnot sometime tomorrow. So everybody have a good night. Stay safe. Don't catch this shit. It's ugly. And we will talk at y'all later.